Hello, I'm recording on Monday, August 14th, and that means two things. I hope you had a chance to enjoy the Perseids meteor shower over the weekend, and it is time for the darkness news update. And it's been a while since we've had one of these because we thought we might just have to spin the whole thing down because a study from the University of Pennsylvania shows that staying up all night might help with major depression. This is a study of 16 people who saw who did see genuine neural connection change long term over after one sleepless night. But um, if you don't know, psychology and neuroscience have this issue of this real crisis of uh, reporting and researching where you have to publish and not only have not only publish, but have your reports cited in order to advance your career. So you get a lot of studies that publish really astonishing headlines with a limited pool so you can get grants for a bigger study that you can then cite. It's a it's a bit of a game that they have to play to advance. And I don't begrudge them because I'm leading off with a you know sensational headline that you don't need to sleep to feel better. And I'm going to do it again at the end. So here's here's where we are. What really matters is that if you want to see sleep, health, darkness, wildlife research improve, you have to donate to the Lighting and Darkness Foundation. I mean, obviously, we we're, we run this show. They're why I'm here. But it's also one of our goals is to create research that really does impact the community and really furthers the cause. It's not all going around for local advocacy. It is about building better understanding of what darkness is. Speaking of better understanding... Mice with high blood pressure diets die faster under circadian disruptions. This is from the American Journal of Physiology, Heart and Circulatory Physiology section. And yeah, no, if you feed uh, rats, uh, mice a lot of salt and then keep them up all night, they die of heart attack and stroke. And that probably carries over to people. Speaking of carrying over to people, the Institute of Physiology of Comey Science at the Ural branch of the Russian Academy of Sciences finds that college students with a diet that includes melatonin-rich food uh, sleep better, wake earlier, and experience less social jet lag, which is uh, the lag between when you wake up when you have to and when you wake up when you want to. I think we all have that. I think a lot of us have that Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, I get started at 10. Feels great for me. And that gap can affect you over the whole week. We also have a study uh, from a group of Uruguayan researchers that found that their reaction, their own reaction to summer in Antarctica, which is to say more or less 24-hour daylight, was based on their individual factors going in. They studied themselves before and during and found that their individual responses were entirely individual. And that's unique. Uh, a balanced approach to light during the day affects your mood, memory, and sleep quality in a number of beneficial ways. This is a study from Monash University in Malaysia. The CDC has found that in a study of 300 people under the Southern California Tech School of Medicine, uh, that a bit of red light before bed helps you sleep. This is the first really large-scale study of this. We've seen this in small groups, and it's great to see that. The UK's House of Lords has reported on light and no noise pollution as a neglected hazard, we have 33 recommendations for the lower house to consider and legislate on. Uh, the World Health Organization's EU has, branch has met on light pollution, and they found that under their 
sustainable development goals, number seven and eight, which are about affordability and growth, and it's actually in conflict. The LEDs being put in under goal seven and eight are in conflict with a number of other goals, including number three, which is to reduce death and illness, 13, to find synergies in ecological projects, and 14, protecting marine life, and 15, protecting non-marine life. And they have would like us all to consider lighting things better in the future. Nightjars, a breed of predatory bird in Europe, prefer moonless nights. Uh, they, and what this particular study finds is that reflected light off cloud cover really slows them down more than anything. It is sky glow bouncing off cloud cover. We also see that light at night is changing movement and diet in vampire bats. Uh, this is a <laughs> this is interesting, of course, and it's also causing them to spread disease in different ways within e not just across species, but within their own colonies because of this. Uh, we have a not endorsement, which is Media Resources has launched an LED billboard with light trespass mitigation tech. It's patented, so we're not going to see it improve billboards overall, but it is a cool thing. The ILP, a UK organization of lighting designers and engineers, has updated their guidance for lighting around bat areas. This includes new case studies and recommendations for LED devices. Arakula Wilderness Sanctuary has been named an International Dark Sky Sanctuary. Arakula is in South Australia and is 63,000 hectares in, <laughs> in area. The town of Springdale, Utah is a dark sky place. This is near Zion National Park. Uh, Merritt Reservoir State Recreation Area in Nebraska has been named a Dark Sky Park. This is actually happened during their 30th annual Dark Sky Party or Star Party. The Under Canvas Lake Powell Campground, a high quality, luxurious camping facility in Utah, is the first Dark Sky place. Uh, it's not the first private campground to be recognized by Dark Sky International, but it's the first one being uh, run by the hospitality sex sector. Uh, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol is moving a proposed uh, marine station in Blind Bay, New York, uh, over the needs of local fish. I think in the first one of these, we talked about how U.S. Customs and Border Patrol were going to be taking more consideration about the environment and how they do these and how they use light and how they position their uh, you know, permanent facilities. This was in relation to the southern border, but now we're seeing the northern border, this case uh, on the St. Lawrence River. We have a proposed marine bay moving in order to protect the breeding spaces of muskies. Westport, Connecticut has adopted a light pollution mitigation law. This is going only for commercial buildings and only for new and retrofits, but this is the first in Connecticut to really address uh, sky glow, uplight, and glare from private buildings. In Duluth, the St. Mary's Medical Center cut their light pollution down through the use of timers, dimmers, shades. It helps that the hospital's CEO, David Herman, was already a member of Dark Sky International, but you have to see the before and after. It's, it's on the screen right now, and you'll really like it. Uh, Amherst, Pennsylvania has paused their street lighting plan over brightness concerns, and they're now conducting a study to establish what areas need what amount of light for safety and comfort. Headlands International Dark Sky Park in Michigan is going for a world record for the darkest night possible. This is on the 16th, so this is coming up real soon. I hope they pull it off. Uh, we'll maybe get an update next time. 
Boulder City, Nevada has updated their lighting under uh, Dirk Sky International guidance. They have also worked with uh, the Nevada Outdoor Rec Agency and received $1.9 million in federal funds to accomplish this. Uh, Nevada City in California, meanwhile, has updated their lighting ordinances as part of a Dark Sky program, Dark Sky branded program. This is them. And in this case, the update concerns signed rules. Hill Country, Texas has a new infrastructure plan for night restoration. This is a broader infrastructure plan, but it does include uh, mitigations of light pollution. Some places in central Texas are already certified by Dark Sky International as Dark Sky Communities or Dark Sky Parks and Places. So this is expanding on that. Uh, The University of Wisconsin-Madison will not be lighting a pathway. This is a popular pathway that people use. Uh, There have been some security and safety complaints along it, but uh, university administration says they will not be proceeding with lighting it because it is a wildlife reserve and they would like to respect the needs of wildlife. Over in Thailand, the National Astronomical Research Institute of Thailand has joined up with the Tourism Authority of Thailand to promote astrotourism. They've picked out 18 spaces to promote throughout the year as places you can go to see the night sky in Thailand. Uh, Blue River, Ohio has backed out of a dark sky designation. Uh, they had been considering going doing a program with their local dark sky group and the trust board of trustees and some civil, <laughs> some citizen committees found that actually legislating for this would be uh, quote, too burdensome. They have instead opted for education, advocacy, and incentives to at least get some dimmers and timers out there in the world. In Albany Hill, California, the city has used eminent domain to seize some land that was host to, at one point, a Lions Club park and a 20-foot-tall illuminated cross. Uh, This was, um, you know, the subject of complaints specifically for the illumination. Uh, The Lions Club is now making a federal lawsuit out of this. They are launching a freedom of religion case around this problem. Speaking of freedom of religion, the uh, Latter-day Saints and the city of Cody, Wyoming, have finally compromised. This took four town council meetings, a threat of a federal lawsuit making this a freedom of religion thing, and they finally compromised. Uh, The location is the same. The steeple height is coming down, and the lighting will be on timers. So there we go. It's nice to see something come together. And speaking of giant cruciform objects, let's talk about Twitter HQ and the day of the giant X. Uh, So last week, uh, Twitter, the app now known as X, put a giant X on top of their building. It was illuminated. It was very bright. And it did all the things that your fancy gamer computer does. This is it had chase and strobe and pulse and you know, all sorts of sweeps, all sorts of lighting effects, and it was very bright. It actually may have triggered some epilepsy episodes in the neighborhood. It was then taken down in a single day. It has been fined $4,500. And I'm talking about this now not because of the gossip. The LDS and Albany, that Albany Hill, that, that's, that's, that's just me talking gossip. I, I love it. This small town stuff, this interaction of freedom of religion and requirements to accommodate, and it's it, it, it's drama and it makes it, it fascinates me. Twitter's different because Elon Musk owns Starlink. And Starlink is a company that one of six companies that 
provides uh, internet connectivity through clusters of satellites that do narrowband communication, dimming it down. And these satellites have already come under fire by hobby and professional astronomers for blocking the view. And these six companies are going to have to be persuaded or legislated into sharing the view of the night for not just hobbies, but for genuine research. And I think this giant X just gave us a look at how that's going to go in the future. I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank uh, the Light, the Lighting and Darkness Foundation for funding this. And if you have it in you, if you have the, if you have the wherewithal, consider a one-time or recurring donation. If you can't manage that, that's fine. I want you to tell a colleague about us, tell a friend, leave a review. Spreading the word will get us some funding along the way. Either way, thank you. Have a good day.